from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, June 6th. I'm Marco Werman. The U.S. is reluctant to intervene in Syria, but some say it is intervening already. Washington is providing assistance to the opposition, and it's helping Saudi Arabia, which has promised money and arms, get those arms to the right people. If you wanted to put it very crudely, you could say it's regime change through civil war. And later, Google takes on state-sponsored spying. Activists in oppressive regimes are at particular risk, and I think that Google kind of wants to be seen as doing its part to protect them. BBC News with Neil Nunes. The American Defense Secretary Leon Panetta says U.S. drone strikes in Pakistan will continue. Speaking during a visit to neighboring India, Mr. Panetta said that the U.S. had made it very clear that they were going to continue to defend themselves. As BBC World Affairs correspondent Nick Charles explains, drone strikes are part of an overall U.S. strategy to deal with security threats in the region. There's no doubt that under the Obama administration, drone strikes have taken on a much more prominent and significant role in the whole U.S. counterterrorism strategy. And that accounts both for the increased controversy and the strains in Pakistan, but also for the fact that people like Leon Panetta, and he, as head of the CIA before he took over the Pentagon, was behind the upsurge in drone strikes. He is saying essentially they're going to go on because they are such a key part. NATO-led troops in Afghanistan say they've appointed a team to assess an operation in Logar province in the east of the country. Afghan officials say at least 18 civilians, including women and children, died in the NATO airstrike late on Tuesday. The Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has ordered the construction of 300 new homes for Israeli settlers in an existing Jewish settlement in the occupied West Bank. The announcement came shortly after the Israeli parliament voted down the legalization of several existing homes built on private Palestinian land. Mr. Netanyahu had opposed the plan. From Jerusalem, Wira Davis. An Israeli high court ruling had already said that five buildings in the suburb of Ulpana should be demolished because they're built on privately owned Palestinian land. Benjamin Netanyahu said he would fire anyone in his government who voted to bypass the court ruling and in effect legalize the buildings because it would have prompted international criticism of Israel. Ahead of the vote, hundreds of settlers had marched on the Israeli parliament, insisting on their right to live on what they say is historically Jewish land. Some of the tents are being cleared in Yemen's capital, Sana'a, from the area that became the center of the protest movement against the former president, Ali Abdullah Saleh. Activists from the main Islamist party, Isla, appear to be carrying out the clearance. The business social networking site LinkedIn says it is investigating claims that more than six million of its users' passwords have been leaked onto the Internet. Here is Liana Hosea. Hackers have posted a file containing millions of encrypted passwords onto a Russian web forum, inviting people to help with the decryption to enable them to access people's accounts. LinkedIn holds users' personal information, which might get into the hands of criminals, and experts advise members to change their passwords immediately. LinkedIn, which has over 150 million users, has tweeted that they are investigating. 
World news from the BBC. The latest figures from the U.S. Central Bank indicate a general improvement in the American economy. The Federal Reserve survey showed growth across the country in the period April and May. The bank said economic activity was expanding at a moderate pace, a more positive assessment than two months ago. The figures are in contrast with recent statistics indicating slower than expected growth. The World Health Organization has warned that drug-resistant gonorrhea could turn into a global health risk. The superbug variant of the sexually transmitted disease was discovered in Japan four years ago and has now spread across the world. Scientists say it may become completely untreatable. Archaeologists in London say they've unearthed remains of an Elizabethan theatre in which some of Shakespeare's early plays were seen. The Curtain was probably only the second purpose-built theatre in England after the first, known 